You know, my experience with, with projects like this, and I've had a long working career, and I've worked on many projects, is that people kind of start with an idea, and it sounds like a great idea, and they're inspired, and other people around them are inspired, and everyone is invested. And then what happens with all great ideas is they're challenges, and you run into obstacles. It takes longer uh, to you know, get things done. It costs more money than you'd like it to cost. And what happens is people tend to drift. You know, they work on other projects. They get less invested. You know, the problems become uh, difficult. The opposite has happened with this project that John and I started on about three years ago. Um, we had this big idea, this bold idea. A lot of people in the Milwaukee community wanted to participate, and it took so much longer <laughs> to get done uh, than we thought it would. It, it, it took a lot more investment. But instead of people kind of scattering and deciding to do other things, they reinvested. We got more energy into it. People approached us instead of saying, oh, there's so many problems. They said, Lisa, John, here are solutions. And so we're here today uh, because of the Milwaukee community and the selfless investment that a lot of people have made. Um, so what I want to do is just thank a few people and then introduce my brother, John Ridley. <laughs> so I just uh, have a few people that I want to thank. First of all, obviously, Chris Abley and uh, Steve Mack. Uh, who, without their support and guidance and partnership, this project simply would not have happened. I think I talked to Steve Mack more than I talked to my husband. <laughs> so, so several, several times a day at very weird hours. I definitely want to thank uh, Milwaukee Film, especially Jonathan Jackson, Kristen Heller, and Mark Sablejack, um, who have just been you know, unwavering in their commitment and advocacy for this project. And also, most recently, Dave Cohen. I don't know if he's still here, but he's helping us uh, tremendously with the screen room installation. Um, and his expertise has been invaluable. Uh, I want to thank all of the folks at the Milwaukee Filmworkers Alliance, especially Suzanne Jerba, uh, Brad Lichtenstein, Alex Austin, Barry Polderman, uh, Randy Bobo, who I saw as I walked in. Uh, we're so excited uh, for the partnership with the Milwaukee Filmmakers Alliance. And we're happy to announce that many of those folks, uh, several of those folks, will be our, our tenants in the building. I want to thank members of the higher education community, including Scott Emmons, uh, the dean of the UWM uh, Peck School of the Arts, uh, Bowden Zachary, who I just saw as I walked in. He's just been fantastic in terms of his support and advice. Uh, I'd like to thank Dave Murphy at uh, Marquette University. Um, and the student population is a very important part of our project, so we're happy to partner with the academic community here in Milwaukee. I want to thank Eric Wagner, the CEO of the Lowlands Group, for lending his substantial expertise uh, in connection with the build-out of our food and beverage. And then finally, Frank Cumberbatch, who I saw uh, as I walked in, uh, Bader Philanthropies, and Katie Heil, who I know couldn't be here today, uh, for their support and also helping us with the community and business outreach. Um, so I guess the last thing I'll say before I hand it over is, uh, I just got asked this question 
uh, what's it like to work with your brother? <laughs> and so I had, it hadn't really occurred to me until someone just asked me that question. I'm like, oh, that's true. Um, what I will say is, again, I've worked in many uh, business uh, uh, contexts, and working with John has just been uh, fantastic. Just a, <laughs> I don't know why my father's laughing, but it really has been a great partnership, and I'll just share one uh, snippet, um, because we both come from different perspectives. I tend to be very conservative, John tends to be very bold, and when we started this project, um, you know, I said, John said, we're gonna make the most beautiful, you know, fantastic uh, art house in the country in Milwaukee. <laughs> and he said, there are so many things wrong with that sentence, I, I don't even know where we begin. And, you know, I said, John, we don't know what we're doing, we can't do this. And John said, Lisa, you don't know what you can't do. You know, and I just thought that was a fantastic statement. So, um, without holding it up, holding us up, uh, I want to introduce John Ridley. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you. I know when my father was laughing about the idea of my sister and I working together, mostly because he's, he's, they, both my parents now have lived long enough to see their two kids actually get along together in the same space. Um, good morning. How is everybody this morning? How's everybody right there? Thank you so much for, for coming out today, for being here, for being part of this. Before I go any further, uh, Lisa thanked so many people who were involved, but nobody thanked Lisa. So let me thank Lisa Caesar. I'm going to tell you a very, very quick story. So about, it was only four years ago. It feels like forever ago, but four years ago. Um, professionally speaking, uh, I had one of the most blessed moments in my uh, career, being four years ago in about two weeks after uh, 12 Years a Slave. People yes. seemed to like the film and they yes. were yes. with something. And people were calling and congratulating, saying congratulations, good job, and all that. And, and Lisa called me, among all these folks, she said, John, this is not going to last. <laughs> this is an ephemeral moment. It's going to pass very quickly. Uh, so she really brought me back down to earth, but really impressed that, that moments like that, as wonderful as they are, they certainly last in one's memory, but what can you do with a moment like that? How, you, how can you convert it? Uh, because honestly, when you have a moment like that, there's really nothing else for you to do for yourself in your life. And Lisa's point, was you have to start thinking about what you can do for other people. Uh, what can you provide? How can you take a moment like that and convert it? Not for yourself, I, I still hope I can do things for me, but how can you really convert it for other folks? And the concept that we want to do, and the things that we talked about, building a space where people can come together, where they can take their different interests, their different disciplines, your different backgrounds and cross-pollinate and create something that goes beyond the borders of the city and the state and even this country to the world. While that idea in New York or in Los Angeles, in Austin, Texas, or in Chicago is not that revolutionary. In, in Milwaukee, it is. But the great thing about that was that it was a space, it is a space, where we can convert on that idea and we can convert on that perspective. And as Lisa said, the excitement, the enthusiasm from the first day. We had talked to different individuals about 
creating a hub for creative individuals and those who support creativity. And it sounds very simple. Mm -hmm. And we talked to a lot of individuals and said, well, no, it can't work. You know, business people, no, it can't work. You can't do that. It can't happen. Um, theater space is a dying space. You know, despite Get Out or Black Panther or <laughs> Girls Trip or Wonder Woman, it's a dying space. Nobody wants to go out and see things. You know, despite the rise in documentaries that are being shown all over. Nobody wants to see those things. But Lisa and I, we, we kept at it, and we talked to Chris Abley, and actually my father was an individual who said, oh, Chris is somebody you've got to know. I, I didn't know who he was. And my very first conversation with Chris, which I think may have been a text message, and the answer came back, yes. Just sounds great, how can I be part of it? Yes is something that we just don't hear enough in our lives, mm -hmm. personally, professionally, wherever we go. Which is a big reason why this is called No Studios. Now, No is <laughs> actually a, a root word, the Sino-Japanese root word for art, for skill, for talent. And I thought that was very interesting, largely because my major in college was East Asian Languages and Culture. And I thought that was a nice way to use that. But no is a word that, again, all of us hear too much in life. And I think art in particular is forged against the word no. No, no, no. And finally saying, well, I don't care what other people say. I don't care what other people think. We can accomplish. So to build a space that for everybody that is involved, ironically, is trying to flip that word and not have it be a negative anymore, but make it a positive something that is very important to what we do. Um, arts is positive, and I think far too often people think about art as being just actors, or writers, or red carpets, and photography, and flashes going off the paparazzi. That's all part of it, but art as well is technology. Anybody with a camera, anyone who does editing, color correction, sound recording. Art is craft, building sets, creating wardrobe, uh, production design. Almost any job that exists in the real world can be converted and used in artistic endeavors. So imagine saying to anybody, what you do, you can still do it. You can love it, but it can be part of something that reaches people around the world. And more importantly, being able to say that to young people. If you're gonna pick up something, you can pick up a gun, or you're gonna pick up a hammer. You can pick up a weapon, or you can pick up a camera and do something with it. Tell your story, your way. That's powerful. And that's what we want to do in this space. Bring people together from different backgrounds, uh, different socioeconomic areas, uh, different genders, different orientations. And say that doesn't matter if you're working in service of telling a story and sharing that story. Uh, as Lisa said, the enthusiasm here has been incredible. We, we could barely keep a lid on this project from day one. Um, for me, personally speaking, I've just been around enough things in, in the entertainment industry. They, they never go until they go. And even in the middle of doing them, sometimes they fall apart. So I don't like to talk about projects. I don't like to bring them up until we know what's going to happen. That, that, that could not happen with this project in this city. People knew about it um, from day one, which is all right. But we want to manage expectations. We're not trying to bring Hollywood to the lakefront. We are not trying to compete with Los Angeles or Atlanta or other places where there's a lot of production going on. If we can at some point, that would be terrific. But that is a large effort. That is an effort 
um, from citizens all the way through government, and we hope that we can be part of that. But what we know we can do is create the conduit so we can identify individuals here in Milwaukee of talent, of ability, of uh, self-regard, and help those individuals find people on the East Coast or the West Coast or wherever who can support their craft and bring those people on the East Coast or West Coast or wherever to Milwaukee to meet with prospective talent, to meet with filmmakers who are ready to demonstrate their ability and support them here at home and supporting them here, also supporting local businesses, also supporting Milwaukee and helping to put Milwaukee on the map. I will say this, and I will go on record saying it, there are no better dollars than production dollars. Um, when we've worked on location, I've worked in, um, ironically, almost every city in the world except Los Angeles where I live. Um, and when we bring production, we bring individuals, we bring our families, uh, my wife, my kids come, we stay at hotels, we eat, we spend. Um, that's soft money that comes to a space. And if we can help bring that in interest, in tourism, in conventions, um, support what's going on with the Milwaukee Film Festival, the Milwaukee Filmmakers Alliance, that's very important to us. No Studios is a for-profit venture, and we want to make that very clear. We are for-profit because we do not want to try to intrude on the space of all the not-for-profits who are writing grants, who are looking for funds, who are doing such good work, who are embedded here. We really want to, in the best sense, take the patrons of the art, people who love art, people who are excited by the hub, and the amenities that we're going to offer and bring them in to support those artists and those individuals. So we're not going to people looking for their money without trying to give something back to them specifically, but hopefully take those dollars and support individuals of all backgrounds. It's an exciting venture. Um, as Lisa mentioned, we have so many people who've not just voted with their belief, but have actually voted with um, long-term tenant leases at this point. We are almost completely sold out in this building. We are identifying space so that we can still have individuals come in, have workspaces, um, have short-term leases. So if they're working in productions, they can come in or come out uh, as their needs see fit. Uh, but also offering amenities for the general public. So people can just use this as a destination. Certainly in conjunction with the other festivals in the city of festivals. Uh, certainly doing everything we can to support the Milwaukee Film Festival, which by traffic is already the largest film festival in North America. Is that correct? It doesn't matter if it's correct. We're living in the world. And it's true. So I'm embracing that, even if it's just for one day. Uh, but the film industry in Milwaukee, I mean, look, there have been any number of wonderful industries that have been in the city, but this was a surprise to me, and I'm just looking over here because I think there are people who do know facts, and I want to make sure I'm not putting anything out that is, is overly extraordinary. Um, but the, the film industry, in, in all of its forms in Milwaukee, is a, a, a larger monetary industry at this point than brewing. The brewing industry, is that correct? Correct enough. Um, but to say that there are people here who are already doing the work. Um, we are partnering with education, which is also very, very important to make sure that we are educating students in all aspects of filmmaking and storytelling, and then doing what we can for those students, as much as we'd love for them to stay in the Milwaukee area and be part of this city. Uh, I do know, in my personal story, part of doing what you want to do, it's going away, but if nothing else, 
to be so beholden to the city and feel that tie to the city that, like myself and my sister, uh, hopefully if they find success, they will want to come back and they will want to share it with people in the city as well. Um, it's a lot to do, but I don't think it's anything that cannot be done. Um, but part of doing that is relying on the folks in this room, uh, people who hear my voice, and knowing that things like this, if they succeed, they succeed because of the energy, the enthusiasm, the goodwill, and the sense of purpose of everyone in the Milwaukee area, quite frankly, across Wisconsin. Um, that's very, very important. This is a great city, um, but I think we know that it is a city that is still divided in far too many ways. It's facing issues that are not um, different from a lot of other cities in America, but um, Milwaukee at size and scope and scale, I believe that these are problems that we can address and can be solved uh, and can be dealt with. Um, they can't be done in a Pollyannish way. It's not just about hugging your neighbor, but it is about doing that work. And it can be done. Somebody like me, um, who had no connection to Hollywood, was not smarter than the next person uh, over, uh, can find their way and do the things that I wanted to do. Um, I certainly think there are other individuals, filmmakers of any age, of any background, uh, of extraordinary talent who can do the same, but it's about us helping those individuals. So that's why we're here. Uh, we're gonna have a lot more conversations. We're gonna break up and talk to a lot of folks one-on-one. -on -one. But that's what it is. There's certainly gonna be much more information rolling out as we continue to build forward. Um, could not be more thankful to everyone in this city who has done so much um, with their energy, with their time, with their talents to get us this far. There is much, much more to come. Um, but so happy and so thankful that we could try to accomplish it here in this city, in this space. So thank you all very much for coming out this morning. Um, thank you for being part of this. And I hope and believe that uh, this will be a successful endeavor as we move forward. So thank you all very much. Thank you. Steve coming up, Steve, you mind? Uh, no, Did you? No, <laughs> you won't that. No. All right, well then, is there anything else that we're doing here in this space, or is that, that was sort of it? Anybody else at all? All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all very much. Appreciate it. Thank you.